Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Real Easy Show. This week, I'm joined by Kayla Downs and Amelia Novi. What up? Evan is in Europe, and we had to record episodes because we can't just not have an upload, okay? Gotta pay the bills. We got to. <laughs> um. Anyway, he, sh- he should be back soon. Um. But, uh, yeah, so this I don't know when this episode will come out. Probably three weeks after we record it, maybe four. So uh, we may be talking about some outdated stuff, but um, anyways. Forgive us. Yeah. So, but, well, it does not really, it doesn't really matter because we, this, this is something that's important to Caleb and, uh, or at least I think it is. And um, <laughs> I just wanted to talk about it with him because he talked about it on his podcast, which he, he put it out a couple of days ago. Um, but uh, that's a couple of days ago from now. Anyway, the point is like, it's, it's probably still going to be relevant. It's probably still relevant. Um, <laughs> I'm not changing anytime soon. Yeah. Because it, it has to do with his identity. And uh, as anybody that knows Caleb or has listened to the other episode with Caleb on it, if I didn't tell you beforehand that he was a black guy, you probably wouldn't think, man, this guy is definitely black. <laughs> um, and that doesn't speak to anything to him. All it means is like he doesn't talk like – I'll let him explain it. He doesn't, he doesn't talk like – a stereotypical people, yeah. black dude <laughs> um, or like someone that grew up. I don't know. I'll just let you explain it. Yeah. So, you know, as like I said, I came back from that internship in Florida. As Nobody knows on this, but I did a six week internship at the University of Florida with a lot of minority students. It was about 80 percent African-American and then some Indian Americans, things like that. And, uh, you know, it's something that got really brought up to my attention then. But it's something I've been dealing with for a long time. Uh, as John said, I don't talk like most African-American people, um, but that's just who I am. That's how I was raised. I think a lot of how I talk now was how I was raised. Uh, my mom, single black mom, I was raised in an all white neighborhood, went to majority white school and she knew that some stuff, if I wanted to be successful, wouldn't fly. And one thing was talking in Ebonics, slurring my speech, things like that. I had to improve. Um, so as an end result is this here now. And mm-hmm. when I was down at the internship, you know, I got a lot of flack, you know, when you sound like this, especially in my kind of culture, human uh, heritage things, people, they consider you an outcast. They consider you a sellout. Um, they say, well, why are you trying to act like you're white? That's the biggest thing I get, you yeah. know, not just from black people, a lot of white people, especially back at Hoover. They always said, Caleb, you know, you, you don't act black. You act white. You sound yeah. white. It's like, you know, that stuff, it, it gets old quick. Um, but then I, it re, I haven't heard it for a while. Then I heard it again back in Florida. And, um, you know, it's tough to deal with that kind of stuff because, you know, you're trying to be the best you can be. And at the same time, everybody's like, dude, stop being you. They want you to be. They want you to fit a mold. Yeah, that's it. They want me to fit that mold and I'm nowhere close. You to being it. the way you are makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. It confuses people. They're not ready. <laughs> that's a good way to put it they're, they're not ready they're not ready yet <laughs> yeah that's probably the best way and you know it's it's weird because i hold people like malcolm x martin luther king barack obama heck even um michael wilbon from the pti podcast i love i love <laughs> him he's a black guy on espn well-spoken well-educated guy and they speak properly i think and they hold themselves to a higher standard and black people hold these guys up like gods, idols. And, you know, when I'm trying to emulate them, I think I'm doing a pretty good job in trying to follow those footsteps, have a good moral compass, speak correctly, dress correctly, 
But then at the same time, black people look at me and they think, oh, he's a sellout when I'm really yeah. just trying to fit the Martin Luther King mold. And here, I mean, here's another person, Two Chains. When you hear Two Chains speak, <laughs> honestly, like when he's on a track or whatever, obviously it's a lot different. But when he's like, he's doing his show, most expensive of shit. Like he kind of like obviously there's some slang terms that he throws in there, but it, yeah. he speaks with good grammar. Mm-hmm. He knows what he's trying to say. He gets a point across. There's not a whole lot of slurring. He's articulate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he knows what he's trying to. Like I'm saying, like he knows what he's trying to say, and it doesn't make sense for like I'm I'm sure these same people. I'm not trying to assume a lot about them, but I'm sure they listen to rap music. I'm sure they know the 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 um the person the type of person that they're comparing you to. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to make you sound like. Uh, like a try hard or whatever it is yeah. but when in reality like to be successful it's not the like there's a movie that's coming out re- or uh in the near future i can't remember the name of it but they talk about a white voice and like the I guy know. oh yeah and he has like I what's his like, name sorry voice? to bother you yeah. yeah and he's like a salesman and he actually it's actually a white dude it's a what's it's his a name? voiceover yeah yeah <laughs> and it's funny but it's like it's kind of how it works it's just kind of how like every world operates like whether you want to believe it or not, there are people out there that will judge you for speaking a certain way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that doesn't mean like we should want everybody to just like, if you, if you speak the way you do, that's fine. But certainly like you have to be more articulate to sell yourself, to be able to be proud of who you are. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds like we're being like morally posturing and like, but it's, it, it, you kind of have to, you have to be able to hold yourself to that standard of like, if you heard someone talking like you, would you, what, what would you think of them? Like, obviously, you're not a bad person just because of the way you speak. But generally, like the the uh, the dude that's gonna like rob you or whatever, even white, black, whatever, he, he sounds like all slurry and like yeah. calling you all sorts of names and stuff like that. That dude is gonna sound sketchy. First impressions matter. Yeah, it really does. And so when I, you talk to somebody, <laughs> what I sound yeah. like is how they're going to judge True. me ultimately. Like if Caleb was a homeless person and he talked exactly like Caleb does. More, people would probably be more likely to think he actually had a job and a house and all Something that stuff. Something bad happened, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And then, but if if he was slurring and like talking to any bonnies like you're talking about, then probably people would just be like, no, excuse me, like let me just walk past you, not worry about it. Like yeah. wouldn't even regard you. So like, it's not it's not necessarily about what I think is right or wrong and how you talk. It's just about like what the world is going to view of you, mm-hmm. and like just because you're a black dude doesn't mean you have to talk like a black dude. And just because you're a white dude doesn't mean you have to talk like a white dude, but to be successful, you got to talk like a successful person. And like, uh, yeah, that's yeah. it. And you got to be able to, you got to be able to make your point. You got to be able to let people understand what you're trying to say. And I think you touched on something that I think about a lot is like going through high school. I was told, Caleb, you don't talk like a black person. Yeah. And like, well, what is a black person supposed to sound like? Yeah. Like, well, you're supposed to like, sorry, speech out. Like it's, <laughs> It's a bigger psychological issue than I think people think about or that they realize. Mm-hmm. But essentially, when I get good grades, when I speak well, when I dress well, people say you don't act like a black person, which yeah. means people hold black people to such a low standard yeah. that when I do that when look you successful, it's not uh-uh. supposed to happen. Like yeah. you are, you're white now. It's like, well, and this is, this is my arrogant side coming out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I'm, I talk better than you do. Like you have that yeah. thick country accent. My clothes are nicer than yours. Um, I'm on the honor roll. You're not. I've got scholarship. You don't. Like, yeah. Does, and you're white. So yeah. does that mean you act black? Like, right. Yeah. Like, where are you going with So this? if like, I succeed, I'm white. If you don't succeed, you're black. So yeah. Essentially. It's just a what classic is, of like, you? where does your point end? Like, what, what, what I, I get, like, obviously we understand what the kid's trying to say when he's saying you're acting white. Mm-hmm. But to your point, it's like, where does that, 
Like where where does your point stop? Like, yeah, where is it? Say? What's the ending point? Because yeah. like, are, is everybody trying to be white? Because that doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> there's so many, there's so many good and bad on every and every race and everything. There's no reason to try to make it a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that ever. And like, because like that kid might not be racist. He just might. He just doesn't sit. really know what he's talking about. Yeah, he's <laughs> trying to like analyze something that doesn't that you can't really analyze. Like trying to make broad strokes arguments when you can't really do that yeah you have to find detail it yeah and i think i don't want to make it sound like oh you have to talk like this if you want to be successful as a black person yeah there are plenty of black people who are very successful yeah who still talk like their community or i don't know how to even say it but they don't they don't talk like this yeah and they because there's more to just vernacular when it comes to success you can still work hard do everything and still make it up in life i just feel like this is what i need to do in order to make it a little further that's how i've chosen to do it so. I mean, you know, you're you're also a podcaster, so like a lot of your voice, I mean, a lot of your identity comes down to your voice. Yeah, and like like you said, a lot of people would mention it to you. You don't act this way. You don't say this way. But that became part of what who you are. And I don't know if like that's what you meant for it to happen, but it definitely did happen. Hmm. And it made you who you are today. And like obviously, you're not a bad dude, so it's not like it Appreciate messed you up. But like you you touched on psychological effects, like. I wonder how much it changed your identity to be, because we talked about this last time you were here, like how much it changes to be like the guy. Like cause when you were in like AP classes, you were the black guy. And like you talk about being the token black guy sometimes and then you go down and you're not the token black guy anymore. Yeah. But you're kind of still an outcast in a way yeah, because you talk different from them and like they expect you to act one way and then you weren't. So like, are you always like that? Like I wonder how it changes. We'll never know because there's not a version of you that isn't like you. Yeah. But... um. I just wonder if like your like how much of your personality came from your surroundings and like because like I don't know. So like the I guess basically asking like how much of where I've been molded me to be who I am. Yeah, yeah. Like I wonder how many times like like at what point have you just become what people have talked to? Not I'm not saying like you're not your own person because you mm-hmm. definitely are. Yeah. But I'm just saying like without other people telling you who you should be like I wonder how much you have fallen into yourself because of that. That's a good question for anybody. Yeah, like true. How, how much yeah. do people listen to what other people say? Oh yeah, you're you talk just like your daddy. It's yeah. Like, well, I don't try to, but then, and then you just yeah. everybody keeps telling me. I was like, well, I guess I do talk just like him, and you yeah. become what everybody said. Right. And I don't even know if it's like if it's the same way. It might be an inverse relationship because like people are like, why don't you act this way? Like sometimes, and then sometimes you're like, man, you're so white. Yeah. And then like, does that make you more white? I, I feel like it wouldn't. I feel like you would be like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm definitely a black dude. Like I will have black identities about me. Yeah. And so like you become stronger in your blackness, like everything about you that is black <laughs> culture and like African-American culture, you probably felt stronger, stronger attachments to it at that point yeah. because you're like, well, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm a white kid when I'm definitely not. Yeah. You know? And it's really, I remember I first started noticing like me being different from other black kids in elementary school. Yeah. Cause in elementary school, there was never more than two or three black kids in my class. Yeah. And I think it was third grade. It was this kid who transferred from another class and he came to our class and he was another little black boy and he acted up all the time. And I saw mm. him get in trouble all the time. I was like, I can't be like that. Yeah. I was like, there's no way I'm going <laughs> to make it out of this school if yeah. I act like him. So I knew I had to act differently. So it's, yeah. it's where even in third grade, you start to realize those things like, I can't be like that. I wonder, I mean, you definitely related it to the skin color there. And it's, it's not like, oh, you were wrong for doing that because you were a third grader or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like, I wonder how much of that becomes 
Like there are other third grader, like third grade white kids that probably see bad white kids and they're like, I don't want to be a bad white kid. And so they'd be a good white kid. But like, I wonder like if that barrier will ever change. Like they, like the white kids see the, like, cause I'm sure that, jeez. God dog it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Bree John. God dog it. <laughs> Piece of M&M got talking about that. <laughs> that happened to me earlier. Gosh. Anyway. <clears throat> I wonder if there'll be a time where you as a black kid saw a white kid acting up and you're like, I don't want to be like that. Like, I'm sure you saw that anyway, but it wasn't as much of an attachment to you because you didn't see yourself in that kid so much. Mm, yeah. And you didn't see like other people probably discriminating against that kid for being a certain way. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't, I'm sure it wasn't a racist intention for anybody mm-hmm. or anything like that, but there are definite, there are definite boundaries that people like, I don't know. Like, because that kid was black, that's why you thought that, probably? When I saw... So I think I, I, I understand where you're going. Like, when I see the white kid acting up, I just see him as a bad kid. It's right, like, oh, yeah. Like, that's kid's acting up. Like, oh, stop it. But when I see a black kid acting up, it's like I almost feel... Responsible? Res- yeah, responsible Dude, for yeah. Him. You're, like, embarrassed. You're, like, it's what like, are you gosh, doing? Dude, come on. Like, yeah. Especially in high school, when, you know, I get in classes and people actually have conscious minds and they really can analyze a lot right. of black people. One time I get aware of racism... It's like when I see kids, black kids acting up in the hallways, blaring music, you almost feel like, I don't know, I feel like I have the weight of an entire, this sounds way bigger than it really is. Like you feel like you have a weight of a generation on your hands and your back. Yeah. yeah. Like everything I do is to make it better. And then you see them come around like they get in trouble, they get called out, sent to the office. Like what are you doing? Like you see, yeah. I worked so hard to like help us out. And yeah, it feels I know. like we're throwing it away. Yeah. I feel like, I feel that a lot. Like hanging out with Trey, like he'll see somebody, he'll see a black dude doing something and it's like. He's like, you could tell he's like ashamed. And yeah. It's like, I, I, I sometimes feel like that for a white person. It's only like a white person that I identify with. Yeah. Like someone that I've like, say looked up to or whatever, or like we both play lacrosse or something like that. It's like, you know, if they do something stupid, I'll see that. But like black people are tighter knit as a community. Yeah. Just more than white people. Cause white people, it's hard to like find an identity in your race. Um, and a lot for whatever reason, a lot of people really want to do that now. <laughs> They're like black people get to be together. Like, why can't, why can't I be proud to be white? So I get what you're saying, but it doesn't really, there's just so many different kind of white people in this country. Like, yeah, it's hard to attach yourself to being white. That's I don't true. know. Like maybe, like maybe attach yourself to your ethnic background. Like if you're from Spain or whatever, like yeah, that's but cool. Even that, it's like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Like that, black people, it's a lot different. Partly because you guys get lumped together by other races and by white people specifically. It's like, yeah, even if like, people- even if you're Jamaican. Jamaican American, even if you're African American, even if you're European American, but you're black, people still associate you together. And a lot of the culture is still consistent. Like I, yeah, I do a lot of stuff like barbecue stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's integrated in black culture, and I'm 100 percent in it. Yeah. So like a lot of the things we do actually share in common with every other black person. Right. White people, there's <laughs> yeah, there's so much variation. So Very it's, true. It's hard to lump all of y'all into one little category. Yeah. So. So, I mean, but yeah, like I was saying, like hanging out with Trey, like being on the road with him, like <clears throat> seeing him like feel ashamed, like almost like what you're talking about where they feel responsible. He feels responsible for something like that. Like the the black people that I do hang out with, sounds weird, like I have black friends, but. <laughs> the three black friends I hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> but like they all like kind of share that same responsibility. And I think it's probably a, like a, a racial thing, just like yeah. everybody that is black feels partially responsible for the actions of another black person. Um. 
I don't know if that's right or wrong. Yeah, it's just know. like it feels. It feels like it should be wrong because like you don't really just because you're the same skin color doesn't mean you have any association with that person. Yeah. But at the same time, it does kind of affect you because like when you see like especially in your area, like if you were to walk outside, like you're getting Chipotle or something, you walk outside, and this black dude was just like picking on every white person that walked by, then all the white all those white people that are in that area, we're gonna get slightly more racist or whatever the <laughs> word is. They're gonna. <laughs> There's a meter and it just fills up. I mean, the racism. Part. I mean, yeah, when you I have a bad it. experience, like most people will probably feel a little more attacked by black people now. Even if it's not like every black person they encounter, they'll be like, oh, "I hate you." They'll yeah, be like, "I'm a little more wary of you now because yeah. of this other guy." We already have such a bad rep. Yeah. As, well, not even a bad rep. We're looked at so disapprovingly. Yeah. Everything I do, I try to make sure I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. Like having a good standard of it, and when I see other people messing it up you're just scared it's like oh man like, yeah something's gonna happen and then now i'm gonna have to deal with it because like whatever they do and to those white people and they get a bad look on black like it comes back to me too yeah so they're not just like oh well caleb's a different kind of black person like no i'm still black right they yeah. still see me as that black guy so it's ugh. it's funny how the opinion morphs to the situation like the like sometimes they'll be like ah oh, caleb's different he's white for sure but then they'll be like <laughs> oh he's yeah. still black though yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean you know still- oh yeah. god <laughs> It's like you still lips in a rap though, don't you? <laughs> they look, little black dude. They look at you a little closer. You don't understand. Wait, is what what color this, is your skin? Whoa, dude! What is that? This whole time I don't see color, bro. I just know <laughs> the melanin. I love the joke. What's going on? Kids have asked me, Caleb, what do you have on your Spotify playlist? It's like, why do you want to know? Like, I'm just I'm just curious. Like, like do yeah. you ask anybody else that? Yeah, or they just want they want to see if like I have like classical music on there or if I'm like. <laughs> He oh still listens to rap. See, He's like, see, <laughs> he is black. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got everything. I'm like, I got Drake. I got like two chains. Some on there. I got, but also have like Sunrider by like this jazz song. Like, I have yeah. a lot of other music on there. I, I think that's you're, how it's everybody you're a person. nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. I'm normal. What, what I hate is like when people like uh, change their music taste to fit their culture or whatever. Yeah. Not their culture, but like... They want to fit in. So yeah, like, like oh, I'll listen to rap music. Like, if you're day. in a frat, all of a sudden, you got to just listen to rap music, basically, and, like, some country. And then, like, yeah. what? Like, and it's weird why'd you do that? People always want to be, like, the one that fits in. But I've learned, like, the people who don't fit in at all and don't try to are usually, like, the coolest people. Yeah. Like, Nathan Wall. That dude, dude is I about know. as unique as it gets. I know. And, like, everybody appreciates that about yeah. him. And he's real about it. And it's like... Yeah. Why don't more people just be who they are? I know. It's weird. It's nice. And the thing about Nathan is like Nathan's super positive outwardly. Like he, it's not like he's different and he just kind of sticks to himself. Like he's so positive and he tells everyone about it all the time. And it's like, it's very easy to attach to that and be like, I get you. I get what you mean, man. And like dap him up and be like, yeah, that's my man right there. But with other people that are like that, you kind of have to find them you have to seek them out that's true um that's but yeah true. i do agree nathan's definitely a really cool dude but yeah like most people that are different and unique you kind of have to just stumble upon them like you wouldn't normally just like meet a nathan wall um, wow wild nathan. yeah he's a rare breed <laughs> yeah. it's interesting yeah it's a, it's a cool combination because like there are other kids that are like that that are super sociable and outward and stuff like that but they're kind of just normal bland and it's sad bland. to see that it's, yeah there's some kids have a lot of potential but they get knocked down so early. Yeah. Because like a lot of my friends I used to hang out with like in middle elementary school. Like uh-huh. they were a lot like me, like the same stuff. Yeah. They got into the wrong crowd somewhere. Right. Yeah. And they just oh, get, yeah. throw away everything. It's like, my man, we could have been something. And then you see it, like sometimes they'll hang on for so long, like 10th, 11th grade. And you're like, you got it. You're almost there. <laughs> yeah. And then like 
Or your like, hits are like, we're, <laughs> we're going to parties, man. Yeah, you trying yeah. to come? I was the biggest Pokemon junkie. Bro, I remember that. Preschool hero. <laughs> Dude, we we used to we used to make those babe gosh, what are they call the Beyblades out of Legos. Yeah. But like I love Pokemon. Me and my group, all my friends love Pokemon. Yeah. Like, if I couldn't do NBA, we at least had Pokemon. <laughs> and then we got to that. That's I remember one of my friends, they were in the group with us. And then one day they're like, Oh man, I hate Pokemon. I heard him talking with them. I was like, What? Bro, like <laughs> I wasn't supposed to talk to him. I was like, Bro, we talking about we used to always like, dude, no, we don't. I was like, Oh my god. I was like, Who are you? Yeah. He threw everything away. And I'm like, Do you actually like did you actually have a distasteful experience with Pokemon? You threw it away? Or are you really giving that up? Because I can only imagine what it'd be yeah. like if I had to go around and say, Oh, I hate the NBA. I love the NBA. Yeah, I know you can't. But you just yeah. throw away that piece of you. That part of your identity, Ugh. basically. Crazy. Yeah. I'm not gonna throw a name out, but he also- was a Pokemon junkie. Okay. <laughs> I know he loved it. <laughs> um, <laughs> craziness, man. I like I I don't know what it is. Like if people find someone that they really want to impress and then they just like change their whole life for them it's like generally like middle school and high school it's not a girl like yeah, i don't mean like like if it's a girl it's not a boy but if it's like a you know what i mean like they're trying to impress another boy yeah it's home dogs yeah it's like i want to be cool with this kid and he's he doesn't like this and then sometimes you'll like throw away pokemon and then you'll learn that the cool kid likes pokemon you're like oh i always and they're like no you just said you don't <laughs> you like pokemon what are you talking about like I thought, I thought you didn't like it. He's like, no, actually, I didn't like a third generation Pokemon. So I mean, it's like, like, oh my god! <laughs> and the cool kid realizes you're being fake, and then you just lost everything you just tried to do. Yeah, and then yeah, sometimes like, and I don't mean like cool kid in a traditional sense. Like sometimes it's like those cool unique kids, and then like everybody wants to be like the cool unique kid, but instead of being cool and unique, I hate that. They mm. end up being like everybody else. Just people who want to have an unpopular opinion so bad. They want to they want to be that different. Yeah, yeah. There are people like the exact opposite. They want they try to be different. Yeah. It's like you don't I don't even think you believe that. You just want to have the attention yeah. on you. Some uh, I'm not touching those people. Especially now with like social media, like you'll be able to see very easily how they flip flop. <laughs> yeah. Like you can just go scroll back through their Twitter or whatever. <laughs> be like, here's Mark, you said this. So. Yeah. <laughs> a direct uh disagreement with a tweet you just tweeted. Um, but yeah, people like that are weird. And it's funny like how we're getting to that point of our adulthood, I guess, where people are kind of coming into their own a lot more. Um, and like, I'm sure like there are so many people that would be, that would have been friends with like you or me or whatever it is back in the day. Yeah. But like they could form to society or whatever it is. And then all of a sudden like they're kind of outcasted from their group because they don't want to do that stuff anymore. Yeah. And then they just kind of have to find a new group. And I just wish they would have like been themselves just, back in high school. Have you ever had the experience of where they try to come back to your Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's happened once or twice. To really? Me. Like, dude ghosted me. Totally. Like, for a couple years. Mm. Yeah. And then I knew he got kicked out of <laughs> Oh, jeez. Dude sat with me at lunch one time. I was like, uh, <laughs> what you doing? What are you doing here? <laughs> like, said, Caleb, you know, like, thought we were cool. I was like, uh, oh, no. Like, actually, <laughs> eight years ago, yeah. no, we were cool. But now, no. Yeah. People like, really... really need to learn that lesson at some point like you can't you can't just can't just leave (laughs) and then just like come back man i was hurt man like yeah (laughs) for real i cried about that that's a weird little question i don't also when people like don't want to talk to you until they need something like they're they're definitely not going to say hi to you in the hallway when they're with their other friends but like as soon as they need something from you they'll They'll be like hey let's hang out and i'm like no thanks no thanks yeah (laughs) and you're gonna ask me to like do something for you and i don't really want to do that so that was me with homework. My man, Caleb, what you want? <laughs> it's like, man, that homework was hard. One is like, no, it wasn't. I'm pretty sure oh, I've texted real? you about homework. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so you can just at me next what time. <laughs> we were cool.
cool though. You we didn't just cool, hit though. me up exclusively. You're right. We did hang out. So <laughs> there was... were people who would, I knew it was them because they're like, "Okay, hey, man, let me get your phone number. You cool, man?" It's like, okay, I'm gonna, right, get, I'm gonna be sending some screenshots of homework later. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> screenshots of homework. Yuck. I'm just gonna get a yeah, to my Dropbox. Like, Do y'all ever in high school? Because I always felt like I was like the band category, mm-hmm. and I put. Like as a band category, you can like look up at everybody else. Like, all right, they're the popular. Did y'all ever put people in categories? Like, oh yeah, he's one of the popular. He's one of like. Yeah, it was like kind of. Yeah, I'm, I, I, apparently at Spain Park it was a bigger deal than it was at Hoover. Yeah. Where like it was very definite. Well, but uh, at, Hoover, at Hoover, like there there was a lot of people that were in between. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of gray area. There was a, yeah, groups. there was a lot of like bouncing from group to group. I don't and, know like, about that. I just mean like they were a part of two groups and like they didn't know they didn't identity. know where to put them. Yeah. That's true. But there were definite, I mean, there were definite groups. There were also, like, so there were, like, popular kids. Popular. Just just in the fact that, like, pe- a lot of people did know who they were. Yeah. And, um, but then within, like, other groups, there would be, like, the popular kids of that group. And, like, I know who that person is because, like, they're the popular kid of that group. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so weird to think about. Yeah. Like, I would look at people, like, okay, they're prep. Like, okay, yeah. They're, they're, uh whatever i can't remember the groups anymore it's been so long yeah but like yeah i, I would classify people i was like okay here comes prep like, here we go uh, that's mm-hmm. funny gauge how the experience is about to go yeah yeah and, uh, like bad thing. you like there are a couple people that like were people of the nation they were <laughs> they were uh not people of the nation people of the people of the world they were what is it called citizens of the world i don't know why i messed that up so citizens bad of citizens of the world so like you kind of you could you could morph into any group of you that you wanted to. You de- you had an identity, but they were like you could definitely sit down with a group of people at lunch. Yeah, a flamboyant personality. Were like, hey, I can kind of mess with anybody. Like, yeah, talk to anybody. And so, like, basically, and everybody kind of knew who you were, and they knew you, you know, as you were. Like, they knew Caleb Towns. Like, uh, yeah, he's cool. Um, and like Ferris was like that. You are saying like, I was a citizen of the world? Yeah, the bro. Like anybody would talk to you. People would definitely talk to you. Are you kidding me? You don't think so? I guess it's different. Maybe I had a skewed view of your high school. High school. Uh, That's how I thought it you didn't were. Make, yeah, <laughs> you. <laughs> everybody on. knew John Witty. Wait a minute. <laughs> you had a Relax. rep. No. People knew John. I don't think so. People. Listen to me. Okay. I, I was in the streets. All right. Nobody knew who I was. I. I didn't get out there too much. You were soft spoken, strangely. It's weird because I know you and I know who you are. Yeah. But like you yeah. weren't like one of the most. You weren't trying to like go out and talk to everybody. Yeah. You were yeah. cool with your head. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not like I mind making new friends. Like, I'm not shy. It's just like, I'm not, we're at school. Like, I'm not going to. I'm here to learn. I'm here to learn. <laughs> I'm really just trying to make it through the day at this point. I don't know. That's I don't funny. know if I can not fall asleep in class. So. Um, but anyway, like I was saying, like, um, it's it's funny how, like, there are certain people that kind of everybody knew. Like, I, I, I don't know. Nathan Wall was definitely one of those people. Yeah. Nathan Ferris. Uh muscles like that i don't know y'all it was just like i whenever i see it in my head it's always like a like a a meter almost and like those kids that are always in the middle that like they could definitely hit both sides of it if they wanted to like they could be super like nerdy's the wrong word because like nerdy kids were everywhere basically except for like the very high end like popular there weren't too many nerds there there were kids that were smart yeah smart um but not necessarily nerds yeah I don't know, but then like the thing about it is like I think Marvel changed our high school experience by so much that people don't really talk about it very much. Like without like the Avengers and all of that, most people probably would never have found, never have met each other, never have had a conversation about certain things. Like movies, 
like that where everybody thinks everybody can find something that they like about it and like certainly like the nerds like would love like the lore side of things yeah and like and like the the cooler kids are gonna see the movies because they're cool yeah dude it's sweet it was like yeah all the cgi effects action explosions (laughs) they got punched so many times Uh, yeah, you're dumbing them down pretty good. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But like, for sure. I mean, everybody knows. Everybody knows every bit of those Marvel I didn't even movies. Think about that. Like, yeah. if, Mar- if Iron Man one had never happened, dude, I know. And this whole Marvel Cinematic Universe never happened. What would high school and middle school have been? Oh my yeah. gosh, nobody would have known anybody. It would have been sectioned off. Yeah. Like I think of it as like a like a, a table of like gloop, and like everybody was glooped together. But then it's like you turned off the the magnets, and everybody just kind of. <laughs> I don't know. That was all in my head, but I think you got what I was saying. Anyway, yes. the point is like Marvel was the glue. Yeah, for I never a while. thought about that. Like everybody knew about it. And like the kids that didn't know about it were complete outcasts. Like like they didn't like even they might have known about it, but they didn't want to talk about it or they were like, You suck. It's like, well, you're not part of the conversation then. Yeah. Get out I feel of here. like also the kids that liked it too much were outcasts. Yeah, you can't like it too bit. much, but you also can't not We like also it. went as the Avengers. <laughs> To the Halloween no, I know. We did. People love that. <laughs> I know. We, we shouldn't win. We should have won. I know. Won. We sh- it's upsetting. It said, well, y'all bought your costume. I was like, uh, we still did. coordinated this so it well. It was literally, Samuel it was Jackson Tyler and Mark. Was, home- was like, the only two with the pot. Tyler Ward hadn't been in the group, Not who would me. want? Uh, Mine was completely <laughs> homemade. <laughs> nah, but for real, he, he bought like the $60 Captain America. Yeah. And it, it definitely looked like he bought it. But I mean, everybody else made their. Everybody else was homemade. Where, where Mark yeah. got his <laughs> Well, Mark was gonna. Mark, we didn't know Mark. We didn't Mark know. Was he was he Ultron. Was, Ultron. Yeah, he was Ultron. Ultron. That's Ultron. Ultron. That's right. He, he, he didn't know he was gonna be. He didn't think he was gonna be there. He had to work or something. That's and funny. then he like rolled by after work. Picked up like. The, <laughs> I was like, "What? You just bought that for no reason?" It's like, yeah, it was like fifty bucks. I was like, Jesus, Mark. Came with our banana guns. The Dude, banana guns. Were spoiled by the time we got there. Oh yeah, my, they were nasty. And it even I got kicked squishy. out. We didn't get kicked out. We didn't like get back in. Cause I remember we were gonna walk out to go get something from the oh, car. Oh yeah, they didn't yeah, let you, they didn't let you back in. And we were trying to get back in. I, I don't know which teacher that. was. She was like, "Um, y'all can't come back in." I was like, "We were gone for two seconds. Like, we yeah. were just we were just in there. Like, um, y'all could have like chugged like a six pack of beers." It's like, yeah. like, do you know who I am? Like, <laughs> <laughs> took off the glasses. <laughs> do you need me to blow up my report card? Because I will. <laughs> like, do I look drunk? Do you know who? We, like, yeah, we're not those kind of kids. Yeah, yeah there were definitely kids that we were, were gone drunk for though. thirty seconds. Yeah, no, I'm about to say that just... the, the kids that were gonna. Be drunk. We're gonna show up drunk. Yeah, they show like, up drunk. They're not gonna go to their car and do it. And come also, back. how ballsy with all those teachers and stuff there. Like, even if you weren't gonna necessarily get in trouble for it, like they're definitely gonna know, yeah, they and they're definitely gonna it. think less of you. And I feel like you're gonna know that they know, and that would just make me feel so weird. So you can smell my breath. <laughs> you're like, gonna I'm show not... up to class, and the, your like yeah. your teacher knows that you were drunk. So like, be- how awkward because is we that? couldn't get back in. I had to call you guys. And say, hey, y'all yeah, gotta I leave. That. And we, I'm we were like, yeah, we didn't win anyway. We might as well leave. You know? <laughs> That was fun though, actually. That was a lot of fun. I did because honestly, like I knew that that was coming. Like junior year, I was like, uh, I don't have anybody to go with. Like I'm gonna, I'm just not even gonna go to the Halloween dance. It ended up being so much fun. Dude, and then we out. planned the whole thing. I came straight from a volleyball. I was tournament. talking to somebody about that the <laughs> that other day. That was disgusting. I think Ferris. Ferris wanted to redo it this Halloween. Wanted really? to do, yeah. Dude, in the yearbook, they didn't I still even have the jacket me. I wore. They didn't. They put because you remember Dijon took the photo that. We oh, that's right. Instagram. They in the put his name said, instead of Dijon Frazier and his friends. Put, I was like, "That's me!" <laughs> <laughs> you can't get these black people mixed up. That's horrible. This is what I'm fighting against. <laughs> that's literally I, I will like say the worst. he was the one that submitted it, so they might have been confused. 
That's it didn't, also, I they, like they straight up didn't put people in the yearbook, so they made some more mistakes. Yeah, I mean, I just got to be glad I, my picture was in there. So. <laughs> yeah, student-run yearbook. But not, there is a teacher, though, that helps. Do you would anything. think she would be, like, the editor. That's not Dijon. <laughs> Come on, and why'd they say Dijon and friends? They could just said this group of... Yeah. Like, and people like could that, have decided oh, for themselves that, who they were. Them putting Dijon letting me know they singled me out and like, no, yeah, yeah not Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not Caleb. Because <laughs> there's no other black guy they could have like, oh, well, that's Dijon. Well, that's Caleb. Yeah. It's like, no, like, that's Dijon. Yeah. I, need no to, I need to have lunch with Dijon. I keep meaning to. I haven't seen that boy in like two years. He's doing well. Last I spoke with him. Yeah, that's I good. Him, I wished him a happy birthday. <laughs> <coughs> Still coughing on that Eminem, bro. Jeez. <laughs> Those peanuts don't, don't play. They don't. Um, but yeah, this all we got a little off track. Yeah. The, the thing about it is we didn't really have a track to stay on, but it's true. We, off the uh, rails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, like your identity as a black dude, we yeah. kind of got back around. To yeah, it. I kind of came back. Um, <laughs> One it's way. funny. Put like, me in the damn yearbook. Jeez. Um. But yeah, like so, you you experienced probably for the first time being around, in a, in a scholarly sense, being around a bunch of other black people. Yeah, and like having to basically experience what we experience every day as a white person. <laughs> being and, left uh, out. <laughs> but no, what? In a weird way. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about, though. We already talked about how he was being left out. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm yeah. just wondering, like, okay, so everybody there was basically smart. Because like you kind of have to be to do something like that. Very selective, seven percent acceptance rate. Yeah, so um, I just wanted like, was it different than you expected? Like, did you expect like uh, people to be more like you, or did you expect people to be? I don't know. I didn't know what to expect, but I hoped that they would be like me. Yeah, it was like, well, this is my chance to like meet a bunch of Caleb's. We'll have yeah. great relationships, and like it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it was just. They were they were smart. Not going to take that against them. They were very yeah. educated. They just didn't speak that way. Well, not even about that. they didn't accept me. They weren't ready for me to speak the way I did, and that kind of hurt. Mm. Yeah, because like, like I said, it's not about. I don't really care how you talk. You got to, but if you want to be successful, you got to be able to talk like a successful person. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, and so, I don't know. <laughs> <sighs> Jeez, man. I don't know. Like, I, it, it didn't upset me when I heard you talk about it. It just was like, I was I was hoping you'd have like such a glowing experience, like glowing yeah. review about it. Yeah. And it was a little different than I expected. And because like Trey, <clears throat> a friend of the a friend of the show, has uh, done. He did the same program last year. He went to Nebraska and he really enjoyed himself. Um, and he had nothing, basically nothing negative to say about it. Um, and I'm sure like the actual internship of it and learning was great. And let me say this. We were, <laughs> I don't know if I'm just throwing everybody under the bus. We were deemed the worst cohort in Chappep history. Oh, my God. So, it wasn't, it's not like I'm saying, black people just don't love me. Yeah. Like, this is my one chance to get accepted. Yeah, like, yeah. No, it, this group of, this band of kids somehow just mm. didn't produce. Right. Yeah, like, it, it's not, even, it's not even a black thing. It's kind of just, there were some bad kids. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Hope they don't find this podcast. <laughs> I mean, even if they do, it's all right. I mean, got to learn at some point they're um, not from birmingham so they won't find me yeah it's all good i hope <laughs> <laughs> um another thing that you talked about i think it was when you were actually down there you released a podcast talking about how you weren't the natural leader of a group yeah was, like you kind of had to accept being uh a follower i guess yeah um yeah it's just like i'm sure it's a little different because i could feel that as well like being in a group of people that are like 
deemed smart, intelligent, and they uh, view themselves exactly the same way I would view myself, like having the leadership qualities and all that. Like I'm sure it feels a little strange. Like basically, like going to an elite camp. Like yeah, <laughs> you got to kind of take a back seat sometimes because you're not. I mean. I'm not saying you're not, but I'm just saying like you kind of, it, it humbles you a lot to yeah. be there with people that are just as intelligent, if not more intelligent than you. Um, I'm sure that was weird. It's very weird because yeah. basically they put us in situations where um, some people have to follow and some yeah. people have to lead. The problem is everybody thinks they're a leader. Right. So who, the only person who takes over is really the, the biggest person, the loudest person. Yeah. Or the person who literally just won't accept anything other than being the leader. Right. So now I was trying to, I guess my leadership style is very different. I'm very laissez-faire, very mm-hmm. easy, like a almost like a Steve Kerr when okay. it comes to coaching, or like yeah. a Brad Stevens. Like I'm gonna let you, like I'm gonna let the players play, but I'm gonna help yeah. you out along the way. Mm-hmm. This guy was very, I don't even know a good coach. To, hands on. Yeah, very hands on, very micromanaging, mm-hmm. and very he didn't want to hear your opinion. Right, and it's ugh, it's it's hard, you know. You think like, yeah. well, maybe I'm just not a good leader. It's like, well, no, after. A little more reflection. I was like, no, this guy's just. Yeah. Just, just abrasive and. Aggressive. Yeah. That's a thing. I mean, and it, it, it definitely works. Like, we can see how there's many examples in the real world, like politicians, people that that are loud and abrasive that end up winning out over someone that is probably a better, a better proponent of teamwork and actually understands that there are real people doing jobs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, you know, treating everybody like a drone and that they should do something for the greater good and all that. Like, I don't know. They, I, I appreciate the, the laissez-faire like you're talking about being able to do your own thing, but for for the greater good, but also to better yourself and, you know, learn along the way. Um, and not everything is for the common. I don't know. But it's hard to bring that, boil that all the way back down to like doing something in a class or something like that. But yeah. I mean... But when you have like big goals in life, um, it's kind of tough to like you. You want to take every experience you can to learn about, or to make yourself better, or or to uh, get closer to that goal. Yeah. And so, like when you have that in mind, like when you're talking big picture the whole time in your mind, and then you have to boil it back down to such a small scale, it's kind of tough because like you can't really. It's it, it's such a small scale. You can't pick things out that are going to help you in the future. Yeah. Um. So you just kind of have to wing it, and then you're like, I don't – like, what did I learn from this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy because, you know, when you're going through a situation like that, uh, you're always thinking, well, I got to be a better leader for the future. got to be a better leader for the future. Yeah. And you get that experience like, man, I wasn't good at it. Yeah. And if you talk to any adult, if I had told an adult like, oh, you know, I was in that situation, I was like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, you're 20. Yeah. Like, you realize you still got to go through grad school. You got to go through yeah. job employment. Like, you, you've got time. It's but it funny. doesn't feel like I have time. Right. Yeah, I know. You because like Sometimes you think, I think about all the stuff you have to do and I'm like, uh oh. Yeah. There's not enough time. <laughs> it doesn't feel like you have enough time. You feel like you're way behind schedule. Even it's funny. You might be ahead. Because you're right. Like you talk to an adult and like we uh Ferris and Trey and I talked about this on the road quite a few times. How like nobody knows what they're doing. <laughs> and like even if like even you know, your dad who like you think of like as being always has it in control. I'm not saying like your dad, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know what figure. your opinions are about your dad. <laughs> but someone, yeah, someone that you can look up to and like that has things in control, like they probably didn't to the level that you thought. Like being like a 10 year old kid and your dad, you know, I don't know. Like when you start putting things in ref, like in frames of reference of like, you know, you know, my dad was like 40 or whatever 
or I'm sorry, he was like 30 something when I was born. It's like, well, I'm 20 now, like 10 years. I'm supposed to have a kid. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Isn't you know what I mean? Crazy? Like, I don't, it's just weird how like, there's no way that I'll be. And then like, I don't know. Like, I think like, being a freshman. Best. Okay, go ahead. He said, uh, he was talking one of his uh, songs. He said, adults are just people who don't know crap. And now I'm an adult who doesn't know crap. Yeah. Like, well, everybody just doesn't. Know. Yeah, Everybody exactly. just acts like they do. Or they can just, you can only really talk on what you've learned. True. Like what you've been through. And you can't even tell people really what they need to do. You can just tell them what you did and what happened. Yeah. And hope they make the best decision for themselves. That's very true. Yeah. That's like, we went to a wedding yesterday. And like, I was just thinking, I was like, who? When am I going to have time for like a wedding? Yes. <laughs> like, because that's like a whole deal. When am I supposed to do and this? And then there's like a honeymoon. That's like long. Yeah. It's like, am I just supposed to not go to work? <laughs> like, I just don't understand. I don't have time on my schedule for this. This is absurd. Yeah. It's funny though. It's weird how like, because like you, you could be a freshman in high school and think, man, every senior in here, they're about to go to college. Like they, they're an adult. They're, they really have stuff together. <laughs> and the way you viewed college as a freshman in high school is like, so I can't far. even like, what are like, I'm going to be like, like crazy grown up and like because I, I had cousins that were in college when i was in middle school and high school mm-hmm. like they would come home with stories and like all this stuff about being in a dorm room and i'm like wow they're actually like being adults like living their yeah, life you think they're like they're there like, yeah <laughs> you're like oh life. they're living on their own like, like they're just they're having way. yeah and they're they're so close to real life but they're having their fun and all that and then like in like in a year or two they're gonna just be real adults just out there in public and i still think that about my cousin like the one that i'm telling you about that or that i was telling you about that works in florida yeah yeah um i like you know she's been to like four different schools and like she's got her phd and all this stuff and she works with like little babies and i'm like man she really knows what she's doing and then like she recently got married she's about to have a kid like she really has her life together she's like 28 or something like that i'm like in eight years like i'm supposed to have done i'm not supposed to but like to think that she did all of this in that much time there's no way that she ever like has taken time to like reflect and actually like, like think about I've made it how like, yeah <laughs> how, like how much she's really done because I'm sure she's still like in the hustle in the moment in her mind she probably feels exactly the way you do yeah like, she's looking at something like oh man they're already here this and that right like, yeah wow. it's crazy um but yeah so like being a freshman in high school thinking a senior and like now being like two years out of high school it's like man oh my god like a senior in high school I couldn't trust them to do anything yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> they're children yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> literally literally children the other day, i was like yeah. well a couple months ago i was like oh my god <laughs> oh these babies especially last year like i coached uh lacrosse and uh just like talking to the seniors i'm like you guys don't know anything <laughs> like, it sounds so ignorant <laughs> it's like how it's like was i really you always uh, everybody asks was yeah. i like that yeah like, was you like had that? to have been i mean everybody had to have been to a degree you and really you hope you're not yeah, like you really it. hope you're not but you yeah. know yeah. deep down that was me yeah the only thing <laughs> i was different about me i know as a child i wasn't one of those bad little kids like yeah. as a baby baby like okay those baby that scream, oh like oh like getting mad at the parents i'm yeah. always like you were easy yeah yeah you that's just what my mom said. <laughs> dude i know i was all about the food bro <laughs> yeah, it was easy <laughs> my mom was like the only time you ever got fussy was it like around dinner time and we just couldn't take you to out to dinner and she's like that's it that was fine oh we just didn't go out to dinner with you <laughs> we funny. could go to lunch we could go to breakfast we couldn't go to dinner and that's fine that was it yeah <laughs> that's funny that's literally the only thing the only thing i did but yeah to touch on what you just said about like looking up to somebody else who looks like they've got it all together i think it's interesting because my brother's two years older than me oh yeah i didn't even think about that yeah and he 
I look at him and I see him. <laughs> Your brother's on another level, though. Let's not like underplay Everybody this. Everybody says that. Let's Everybody not underplay thinks my this. brother's like. I mean, but I think he's got it all together. I mean, but I still see him as my brother. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you have a kind of a different view of it because you, first of all, you live with him. Yeah. You've known him for your whole life. Yeah. Like, so you know all the ins and outs of how, like, he's, like, <laughs> probably he stressed is. and, yeah. like, because, like, no one, first of all, no one has a job like he did. Not a lot of people have a job like he did in college that would pay for his college. Yeah. That would eventually pay him real money. Pay him real money. <laughs> um, ridiculous. Because he's in a blessed situation. And, but I, I did take time to reflect on what he has. Like, man, Noah's got, he took care of business. Like, yeah. Noah did what he, Noah wasn't the smartest guy, right. but he worked harder than everybody else. And yeah. that's what got him to the position he was in. But yeah. like, people look at Noah's like, man, your brother's just, he's made it. I'm yeah. like, him? <laughs> I was he's like, a, do you know this man? <laughs> do you know Noah? Like, I know him as my brother. Yeah. But like, looking from the outside, like, he's a dude who, once he, the day he graduated college, his job offered him a full-time job with, like, yeah. good pay. Yeah. That's he crazy. bought a house. Can you imagine how good that must feel? Could you imagine graduating college graduate, and immediately being? But he like, didn't understand what he had. That's one of the crazy things. Like, wait, because he doesn't know anything else. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just like, okay, cool. We were kind of upset when he got the job. It was mm-hmm. like, well, this is it. This is all they they're going to offer us. But it's like, yeah. We were like, then Jesus said, like, easy, tread lightly. <laughs> yeah, like, tread, well, you have like, been blessed. Yeah, like, <laughs> we were like okay, yeah, yeah. We, we are super blessed. Like, we, <laughs> woo, church <laughs> praising next Sunday. But like, it's crazy because like when you're in it, you don't really understand what you're doing or what yeah. you're getting. It's like you kind of just. It just everything feels normal because that's what's happening. Nothing ever feels abnormal because it's not like you live life then you try it again. It's like, well, this isn't supposed to happen. It's like right. it just happens. Yeah. So it's it's weird because you probably view other people that have less blessings. You'll probably but that, like you'll see it happen or whatever. Like they'll post something and you're like, wow, that's really cool. But to them, you're they're feeling the same thing you're feeling. It's like, well, I mean, that's just how it's going. That's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Life. Yeah. Life is funny. It's crazy. It's very funny. I wonder, like, that's why a lot of people think, like, oh, that guy was so rich. Like, why did he kill himself and stuff like that? It's yeah, like, you well, you don't really know. know. Yeah. What was it? Oh, darn it. What? That poem. The rich guy. <gasps> oh, yeah. He's walking down the street. Uh, Everybody waves good, at him. Goodman Brown, something, right? I know. You know yeah, about? you're close. You're really close. Um, But he goes home. He has, like, a business. He's super rich. Yeah. Everybody loves him. He goes home and it ended, like, and then he shot himself in the head. Yeah. Like, yes. wow. That's the realest on. poem we read in high school. Jeez. Right I mean, yeah, there's a lot of truth to that, obviously. Richard Corey. Is that it? Richard Corey. There's a whole lot of truth to that. Especially, like, um, Anthony Bourdain and uh, Kate Spade, who we've yeah. talked about a couple times on this podcast. But, uh, yeah, like, the, both of them oh, that is in the same two-day, three-day span or whatever, it's ridiculous. Like, they're both highly praised in their field. Like, the, the, people Robin could barely Williams say well. anything. Yeah, people could barely say anything negative about them, uh, you know, especially in their field. Like, mm-hmm. it just doesn't... Like, to anybody and they're super successful like they live probably in their dream house whatever like but it doesn't matter to them like that's not how they operate it's still their normal and they still have to deal with other things that yeah make them feel heavy it's weird like that's why a lot of things like no matter who you are you got to take the time to reflect and like really understand yeah. how blessed you really are like anybody like if you're able to listen to this honestly you should take time to reflect and like <laughs> understand. understand like either first of all you have a, a phone that costs close to a thousand dollars or if you don't, that's good for you. Or but you got a library card that you can access. Something. Online. You got something. Yeah. You're able to do something. And you probably own headphones or else you're being an asshole and you're listening to this <laughs> out. <laughs> Come on. Somebody's trying to study for finals. Cut yeah. Come on, dude. Or you're uh, or you're driving around in a car. There's, I mean. Vroom, vroom. Yeah. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> you know. <laughs> 
If you get that reference, you're pretty you're blessed. You're blessed. Yeah, you're yeah. blessed. <laughs> Honestly, like you just got to take like blessed. take like 5 minutes and understand like who you are, how you made it to where you are. I think that's important for everybody. I think um Did you y'all have Miss Gibson? No. I did for ACT prep. Okay. Well, I don't know if she talked about it with that, but I remember in high school, like in the actual class, she one of our assignments and this is I'm literally my favorite assignment of all time I've ever mm-hmm. been assigned. She said, "I want y'all to take this paper home and three times, I don't know if it was just three times period or three times a week, you have to go outside, any spot outside, turn off your phone, turn everything off, don't listen to anything, and just sit for an hour and just reflect. Hmm. And you have to write down what you were thinking about, what you saw, what you heard. And I re- I put my whole life into perspective because 11th grade year was tough. Yeah. Oh, you gotta sign this. I think it was tough for everybody. Everybody yeah. had struggled the worst. 11th grade. And when I the got that assignment, year. I put everything into perspective. And it set me up for senior year. I was like, dude, this is, I don't have it that bad. Like, I've got a lot to be thankful for. And, you do, yeah. and if you do it enough, you start to realize more things you're thankful for. I could have used that assignment. I yeah, really like, could have used that. Yeah. Miss Gibson did things for us that it was so practical, just, so good. Just like taking that time to sit down and not do anything. Just slow but down. But not, because like, obviously, I did plenty of sitting down and not doing anything in 11th grade. <laughs> a lot of procrastination. Yeah. But, like, by doing that, I was, like, watching TV or yeah, I was doing, on YouTube. Something was on. Something was on. It was definitely an electronic something. Yeah. But, like, just to go outside and sit down and, like, breathe fresh air and, like, listen yeah. to nature and just think about my life and, like, just get my thoughts together, that yeah. would have helped so much. And I haven't done it in so long. I was like, why did I stop doing this? Yeah. It's like, I, I started it, I started doing it again, I think it was two days ago. I was like, this was refreshing. Yeah. It's like a fresh glass of water. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's yeah. like, it was too good to stop. It's all, it's basically what meditation is. Like, a lot of it. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, you're just alone, chilling. It doesn't mean you have to, like, put on, like, noise-canceling headphones. Like, you're just... You just need to be alone with yourself and be able to control that situation. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like, because a lot of people get scared when they're alone like that. And like, I think that's why it's very appealing to have a phone where you never really have to, you really have to be alone with your thoughts. Like if you're thinking about something, it's usually in front of you and you, if you don't like it, scroll away. Yeah. But if you, if you don't like a thought that you're having. That's true. You, it doesn't go away. Yeah. You kind of have to just dwell on it until it goes away. So you, mm. like a lot of meditation is being able to, perf- <clears throat> being able to think that thought fully out and then get rid of it. And just like have like in the sentence with a period and that's it. Hmm. Not necessarily like commanding your brain what to do, but kind of like being able to be in control of your thoughts and like, you know exactly how to clear your mind. Learn how to be mindful. Yeah. That's a skill like a lot of people. I don't think Mm. I've, I know I haven't mastered it, but mindfulness is a very underrated skill. Because like if you're making bad decisions and like somebody could be telling you that, but if you know like, or whatever, like, <clears throat> and then if you start really knowing like how that feels in your mind when you're making a bad decision and then you can kind of make that a trigger to like set off like tell yourself to stop doing that yeah <laughs> that could be super powerful for you and like because like a bad decision doesn't necessarily mean like a very obvious black and white choice like mm-hmm. if you're doing something that obviously like the cons outweigh the, the pros then and you're doing it on a consistent basis, you probably need to see a doctor, honestly, because like that's really unhealthy and like, you shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> it's a lot more psychological. Yeah. That's the issue here. But if, you, if you're just like, not necessarily, like if you just notice like you're unhappy with certain things you do or whatever, and it's like you you feel like 
a slave to your own brain sometimes. Like if you're like, man, I'm just, what am I eating Chick-fil-A for? Like I, this is just my routine. Like what am I doing this for? But if you're mindful of like your choices that you're making and if you're choosing to go to Chick-fil-A, like if you're sitting at home and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I want to go to Chick-fil-A. That's probably healthy. That's a healthy thought. Not not saying Chick-fil-A is healthy. I just mean like. (laughs) The action you went through, like the thought process, like, oh, I consciously want to go to Chick-fil-A. Yeah, that's good. And go get it. But if you're like, if you're going to Target and then you're coming home and you're like, oh, Chick-fil-A. Like that's probably not a healthy thought. Yeah, you was like, when did like, oh, that just what am, yeah. you're just yeah, snacking on fries. Yeah. yeah, so like, if but if you work hard enough to be mindful of ma- of decision making, then like it could be super powerful for your life. And like, it sounds like I'm a self help guru, but like <laughs> making decisions <laughs> based on exactly. your own conscience and like on, on what you're thinking. I mean, you know, super helpful. And I think it applies to, I think on <clears throat> level of like relationships. Yeah, like people get in relationships and they're like, I don't even know how to word this right they don't like it at all mm-hmm. like well you know what i kind of just got to go through it and yeah they just keep dragging their feet through the mud through the whole thing doing whatever yeah. the person says stuff like that but if they like take a minute and just literally just think about what's just going let on it end yeah. end it like they'll realize why am i still doing this or, yeah like, there's no you future about in why that. you haven't done or like why well, haven't i started this relationship or stuff yeah. like that yeah it helps to think about it for sure because usually people they think about it like well, should I ask her? I was like, she'll probably say no. I was like, oh yeah, you're right, you're right. And they just like throw it away. Right. Like, you actually have to take time. Yeah, and that's why it. like crushes are so Ugh, like people have such thing. a problem with them because it's like that where like you think about it for just like a second, and you're like, no, 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 I can't. I don't want to think about that right now. Yeah. Because like you know, you're, you're you have all this doubt, but if you really sat down and thought about it, you'd you'd either decide like I don't like them enough to want to pursue that, or mm-hmm. I like them enough I need to pursue. It's like it. why haven't I done it already? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. That's weird. That's a weird one, though. Like, there's a lot of ins and outs, depending on, you know, obviously it's a situation by situation thing. Um, But yeah, broad strokes, honestly, like, if you're just honest with yourself enough, there really shouldn't be a problem with having a crush. Either you, either you deal with it or you don't. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> because. I just feel like so many people don't deal with it. You know what I'm saying? They'll be yeah. like, I like this person so much, but, but like, I'm not going to do anything it. Sometimes it becomes more of like a lustful thing. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. I just, I really like the way they look. And, and it's like, that's the only reason that I like them. It's like, I know they're yeah. crazy, but I still got it. It's like, no, you <laughs> got to work with it. You know what you're saying. You're just not doing it. You know, you just got to be able to say, nope, that doesn't make sense. That's true. You're I thinking guess. the things, but you're not really thinking about the things that you're thinking. I guess crush yeah. versus actually like someone. Yeah. Is, that's a good true. distinction. That's true. Crush is, that's very lustful. Yeah. Like, oh, she's pretty. Yeah, you're exactly. Like, well, that's about <laughs> it. Okay, buddy. She's pretty. It was like, if you like somebody in your group, it's like, well, I actually like the person. I just don't want to actually like mess it up or something. Yeah. yeah. And then you just stall it on that way. But yeah, no. yeah, that's always rough. Yeah, you know. when when you like someone, but you think it'll mess up the group dynamic. If you like, if you guys are already in a friend group, yikes! You're not talking about what am I talking about? Oh, should we? What? All right, uh, no, no. All right, uh, we'll see you no. next week. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> we are about an hour, so we probably should wrap it up. Um, oh, wow. but this is a good one. We, uh, I'm glad we got to talk about some things, Caleb. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> always enjoy talking about your blackness. <laughs> Me too, John. <laughs> coming, coming through with the blackness. Yeah. God, we appreciate horrible. you allowing us to use your yeah. heritage on this show. It's very useful. We're gonna name that the episode of this is the episode. It's called Blackness. <laughs> I stumbled across that one. <clears throat> okay. All right, fellas. All right. We'll see y'all later. Bye. Bye. Cue music. <laughs>